0: The world of story has captivated humanity since the dawn of time. The oldest known form of communication, verbal storytelling is responsible for the continuity and development of civilization from its most primitive moments to its most advanced. Story involves a sense of mystical wonder, but is also a powerful medium for communicating real and concrete ideas that shape people's lives and make them take action. Steve Schramm, marketer, nonfiction writer, and story nerd, and Alex Jagir, fiction writer, wannabe game designer, and story nerd, join forces as worlds collide to discuss how story is the most powerful concept ever known, and how it interacts with each and every aspect of our lives, from the most magical to
1: the most mundane.
0: Well, welcome into another episode of Story World. Steve Schramm here, your boy Al. What's up, man?
1: having fun just got uh, done watching an episode of uh, rings of power with uh, awesome with my guy Steve and uh, Andy and so that was a uh, a fun time
0: yeah yeah it was fun we still have our a little a few gripes maybe we'll talk about that at some point but uh, you know overall i'm enjoying the show um you know I'm, I'm really upset that you have like a really cool handle like when this show is super big like you're going to be known as your boy al like from the very beginning and i'm
1: gonna be <laughs> just Steve and there's nothing wrong with just Steve. It might not be as cool as your boy al, but I'm maybe
0: all... I should make maybe well, maybe I just invented my handle. maybe maybe it should actually be just Steve,
1: just Steve. you know, yeah, and I'm your boy Al
0: Just Steve, can I change my name? Can I do that like right now? I don't know if it'll let me. I don't
1: well oh. <laughs> well, it's a little bit too late though now. You should have started at the beginning, you know,
0: well, I guess, yeah, <laughs> oh darn, okay. well, On this week's obvious, obviously exciting episode of the Story (laughs) World podcast, we're talking about self-talk, telling yourself stories, lying to yourself. You know, this is Story World, and um, I have found, to just kind of get right into it, that oftentimes the most powerful stories are the ones that you tell yourself. What you believe about yourself internally, what you've told yourself throughout the day. and maybe a lot of this is even happening subconsciously. Now, 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 look, don't turn me off. If you're not into the woo-woo stuff, like, don't turn me off. This episode might break some of your categories or might be a little different than you're used to thinking, but I would advise you or I would I would ask you to please listen to the end. We're gonna just going to talk for some practical things, but also um, I really do think it's true that when you talk to yourself, sometimes you're your own worst critic. You're sometimes mean to yourself. You're sometimes not fair to yourself. And um, or sometimes it might be the opposite. Maybe sometimes you puff yourself up um, in, in pride. And, uh, and and the reality of it is that nobody else sees you the way that you see yourself. I mean, can I get a witness on some American Idol auditions? Right. I mean, <laughs> like when you, you know, so sometimes you can tell yourself things that are not true. And, and maybe even sometimes the people around you reinforce those beliefs or ideas and so we're going to kind of explore that and 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 deal with that and i'm not even sure how much of what we talk about this episode is going to be like directly applicable to the normal things we talk about you know fiction writing marketing and business we're going to get into maybe a little bit of business stuff on on my end um but yeah it's going to be a little different topic alex your introductory thoughts
1: yeah mike i thought this was uh steve's topic that he kind of pitched uh, yes yeah, so it, it's my
0: fault that's what, yeah, Alex
1: i'm just getting that problem. right yeah i just want to push that out there um but it what i kind of think of off the back with like um self-talk telling yourself stories kind of getting in your own head um it, a lot of that initially you, what you might think of is like self-help uh, it might kind of seem a little bit like that but i think um if i'm kind of correct in what steve's kind of thinking about is it goes a little bit further than that um it's um a little bit more of a uh digging down deeper and um just the how how you help yourself how you maybe drag down yourself and um yeah just how you kind of methodically think through things about your life um where you want to go what kind of story you want to tell and uh amongst other topics <laughs>
0: yeah i agree do you so so we'll just welcome to my couch alex we'll just start with a little therapy your
1: your couch is comfy so
0: so how yeah so good so how do you talk to yourself do you do you Like, as you're thinking about it because now i've made you think about it because we're recording a podcast episode um (laughs) do you like how does this work for you i mean do you talk to yourself do you do or do you find that maybe you believe things about yourself that like if you were to think about it for a minute maybe it's not true or like do you experience any of this or are you perfect and like don't experience any of it.
1: i'm perfect right oh. let's just get that right off the back oh, okay, um, cool. it's just yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> um just so we're clear <laughs> yeah it's uh first of all I, another little rabbit trail before i answer your question um just a kind of fun fact thing is um talking about uh just like self-talking, talking yourself. I think, you know, mentally, you know, just kind of talking with yourself in your mind. But you know there's some people that don't have an inner voice, they can't like mentally talk to themselves? Isn't that crazy? I've heard this. If someone I've heard if, this. if you people have never if anyone listening has never heard that before, like look it up. There's people, I don't know, it's pretty rare, I guess, but there definitely mm-hmm. are people out there you look at interviews where um yeah. they literally like they think in like abstract stuff, whether it's like shapes or concepts in order to actually like like form words to talk to those, they have to talk out loud. It's a uh, it's a crazy thing, but yeah, uh,
0: I don't know what life like. I, I had to do that, and yeah. all those
1: people like they find out later in life, like wait, like you can actually like you actually talk to yourself like in your mind, and it's like they're blown yeah. away. Yeah. Anyway, little yeah. rabbit trail, but anyway. Yeah. um so, hey,
0: but well, while we're on a rabbit trail, yeah. uh, before you answer my question, <laughs> why, why, for our for the benefit of our viewing audience, now our listening audience cannot cannot experience this, but uh, for the benefit of our viewing audience, but would you like to show off your your new Lord of the Rings? Uh, your new, your yeah. new so, ring, Isn't that awesome! That yes. the Alex has the it's one really ring, yep. the it's, one ring now, now it's rubber right? It's rubber. Uh, oh, no, silicone, oh, oh no,
1: this was forged in the fire of Mount Doom. Oh, that was forged right. in the fire of Mount Doom. Yeah, so. one ring. Very good. <laughs> but very yeah, good. no, it's silicone. Um, I actually, I forget the name of the company. What's his it? It end. So it's right? Enso. yeah. It, yeah. So my wife got it for me. Uh, very cool. And it was, it didn't come cheap, but it also wasn't super expensive and good quality and mm-hmm. uh, I'm enjoying it. And, um, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing what, uh, what type of powers I can overcome.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I, I, I was just getting ready to say turns out Alex is quitting his job tomorrow. He's going to uh, be relocating to his mansion in Mount Doom, mm-hmm. uh, where he will be uh, taking over the rates there and uh, controlling all of the forces of evil and darkness with the One Ring.
1: Yeah, Evil and darkness might be stretching a little bit. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's your angel of light, Alex. You have one evil. done uh, tied to the other, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. You there you need. go. <laughs> all right. Yeah, speed. Speed. Let's go back. back. Go ahead and uh, ask that question again, just so I can. Well,
0: do you ever talk to yourself? Yeah. Do you do you ever find yourself like maybe believing things that, if you think about it for a minute, are not true, whether positive or negative? Like, you know, what's your self talk? What's your inner life like?
1: Yeah, I I I really try my absolute best. My my self talk sessions actually happen like daily, and they happen pretty seriously. I, I think it's kind of a twofold thing. One, I um I'm much like probably a lot of other people too i'm like my own worst critic like i really get in my head a lot beat myself up probably more so than i need to but more recently i would say like since starting like the beginning of this year from both a kind of um you know christian perspective as well as just like a personal perspective as well i really like each day try to focus on and talk to myself about like are are you like are you making decisions the way that like you should be? Or are you, Mm -hmm. you know, like acting out the life that you want for yourself and just really trying to understand yourself too. Cause I mean, there's a, there's a lot going up in the old noggin stuff that, you know, like we just, we just don't know about and like stuff that, you know, we do without even thinking about it. And so I, I try to take a deep dive into that every day and just try to understand the person who I am. And so I, and so once you, when you understand that, it, it gets kind of scary because you know you think of all the times that you've messed up, and you know, it, and you've kind of not stuck to either who you want to be, um, you know, if you're a Christian or a father, so other type of faith, or whatever, but the person who you know, you know, God created you to be. And so, as far as you know, those kind of fundamental, almost like principle, um, like things, um, I I, I take a deep dive into that each day. Now, on a more, um maybe less serious note, as far as like my goals in life for like writing and kind of on the, uh, the quote unquote funner side, you know, more fun side of things getting out of that. Um, yeah, I, I try to examine, I would say most of my self-talk in, in those aspects are more or less motivations. I think what I had to do is at first before the motivational kind of talks to myself, I have to, I had to. Understand if what I wanted to do is possible given my range of talents and skills to begin with. I could motivate myself all day to, um you know, be in the NBA, a thirty-year-old uh, dude who is, you know, five five ten, and you know, just <laughs> can never make the NBA. I can motivate myself all day, and it's not going to happen. And so, same goes for writing and whatever other stuff I kind of want to get done in life. Um, yeah, but, but that and that's kind of the the that's kind of where um it all kind of crashes together is if you're somebody who says hey like i want to write a book whether you want to become famous with it or not or make money off it or not i want to write a book that you know people can enjoy and you come to the conclusion you know what i actually can write a decent book i know i can i got the mindset for it i i you know i i I can then that's where it's like, okay, then then the talk becomes, okay, you know you can do it, so how are you going to get there? What are you going to tell yourself? What are your day-to-day habits going to be in your mind to get to that point where you actually do what you want to do? Yeah,
0: no, this is really good. I- I'm kind of glad you started there because you 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 made a point that listening to me probably – people might not get to uh so readily uh, because i always talk so philosophically not because i'm smarter actually just because i have to think that way um you made it really practical from the, from the get go and, and that's great because i really wanted to land there in the sense of like it, it really ends up working out very practically in in your daily life like i like i wrote down a few things just as notes while you were talking so i, I didn't forget um one of the things to to be extremely practical about this and i used to think again like I used to think this was super duper woo woo. I'm not doing it now, but there was a period of time where I did it because I had serious self talk issues. this This would have been probably 2017 to 19, or probably 17 to 18. Really, those two years, probably maybe even some of 16. I was, um, you know, I was trying to figure out how to do a lot of things. I was working full time. My family was growing. Exponentially, exponentially, (laughs) it seems like yeah, I was having issues, just identity crisis issues, in the sense of like, you know, I I had just come out of a a what felt like, especially then, a pretty long career where I did nothing but exclusively music, and then basically I had no music other than playing in church. I was working a job. I was trying to build this tech business that ended up becoming a web design business. I was trying (laughs) to build a ministry on the side. And it was a lot of just trying to figure out who I am. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that's sort of a lifelong pursuit in a sense. But there was a time when um, I almost wasn't willing to believe that I had what it took. So I did start to use what are called affirmations um, in sort of the, you know, whatever, self-help psychological world um, to help with that. And again, like there are some people who just take this to the nth degree where it just becomes extreme like i don't care how many times you you, like alex just said it like you're not going to affirm yourself every morning into a position in the nba like Mm -hmm. if you're whatever like uh, uh, it's just like it's not going to happen like you're not going to affirm yourself to grow wings and fly like that's just not going to happen but if you oftentimes struggle with believing that you have what it takes to like you know, accomplish some goal in your life that otherwise would seem reasonable. Like if you actually sit down and logically think about it, you know, your station's in a position in life where you could, whatever you could, you could create a three to five year plan to make a thing happen. You're only limited by the fact that you, you don't believe that you could. Um, then you could absolutely in, in, in a moment of thought and clarity, write down the truth of the matter and then actually recite that every morning mm-hmm. as part of a morning routine out loud by yourself and like just hear yourself say those words, right? I, 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 I can do this, or I am, you know, created in the, you know, image of God and my identity is found in him or, or just like, so there's definitely a spiritual dynamic to it. Um, I know some people who start their day with, with like 50 to 60 of these. I know people who record that there's actually apps for this people who record their own voice. So they don't have to say it necessarily. They use the app, record their own voice, um, And then, like, it, it just plays back through their uh affirmations, Um, and they do that every morning, right? So, again, I, this episode is not about affirmations, but that's actually just a really practical way to implement. Now, I'm not doing that now right. necessarily, and maybe I have the opposite problem now because the, the way that – like, I guess I've just done that successfully for so long and, you know, some of the other stuff that we're going to talk about. I mean, I – like, I tr- I truly believe that I could do something th- at a very grand scale. Like, you know, again, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about probably in the future. Um, I've talked a little bit about that new business by demo tracks that we're launching. And like it in, in the, in the, the last couple of weeks, it, it became like, it, it went from this very somewhat niche thing that we were doing, even though we knew we were solving a need to like, we, I truly believe that we're going to change the music industry like big time, like not just little guys. Like, I truly believe we're actually going to change the music industry. And you can say, well, well, you're deluded. Well, you know what? Like, a lot of like, uh, people said that about a lot of people um, and who weren't deluded. And if Elon Musk can be Elon Musk, if Walt Disney could be Walt Disney, if whoever could be whoever, you know, why can't we do that? Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so I think at a certain point, you know, maybe you don't need those sort of things because you're, you're probably to a point where you believe in yourself and, but you may need something like that to get going. Um, and the last thing I'll say is I have to think about this, like being intentional versus just being on autopilot. Yeah. Like, believe it or
1: not, that's a huge one.
0: What you just like, what you said there about the way that you think about this and you, you're, I mean, you, I don't know if you use the exact word intentional, but you basically, that's what you said that you were very intentional about it. You every day, you know, it was, it was a part of your process. Like that doesn't just come to most people. Right. That's not how most people I would think or I, I kind of know. Like that's it's really not how most people engage. Most people are honestly cruising through life on autopilot, not stepping outside of themselves, having like an out-of-body experience to look objectively at themselves. They're just so caught up in the turmoil from day to day um and never take that step. It makes a huge difference in in practically how you live your life.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a lot that you said that I probably should have been drawing this stuff down that just came to mind. And this episode's a little bit kind of going every which direction, but I think that's okay. So um one yeah, thing turn it off if you don't want to listen to it, you <laughs> jackasses. Like I don't know what else to
0: say. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm totally kidding I love every one of you. <laughs> every
1: every single one. There might be one or two of you, maybe not. Oh one and all. a half of you. <laughs> yes. Um, so one of the uh I think a, a good piece of advice too. And I, this is advice for me that I have to keep telling myself too, um, is it, small, small wins really add up a lot over time. And I guess what I mean by that, I, I don't even know if this is an official quote or if this is something that I said, but it's kind of what I always keep in the back of my mind. Cause it's so true. Um, we tend to, Um, just humans by nature, especially people who are like motivated, I guess people who even aren't super motivated, but we tend to really overestimate what we can do over a period of like a year or five year or 10 years, but Mm -hmm. we significantly underestimate what we can do over a period of like a day or like a week. And so I guess what I mean by that, or maybe I said that backwards what I mean by that is, um, Yeah, you you it's nice to have long term goals, you know, if you really have a nice plan, but those long term goals are not going to be met until you focus on the day to day. So instead of saying, man, like my goal is to write a book by the end of the year. Uh, But then if you have a week where you get sick, if you have the flu and then the next weekend you're on vacation and you're up late, you know, visiting with family and all of a sudden there goes two weeks and you're and you think, wow, okay, I'm not going to be able to get my book done in a year. I guess I'm just going to have to reset and you know figure out like a new starting place, and that just that just doesn't it's doesn't work and it's not very healthy to have that kind of mindset. Um, what really really works, um, I would say for at least most people is, um, like write a page a day. Um, yeah, and don't don't think about the end of the book will come. If you write a page a day, you'll eventually get to the end. You're not going to write a hundred thousand pages and say when's this thing going to end. You will get to the end. Um, yeah. And if and if there one thing that would always frustrate me, um, and I and I finally have kind of overcome it is I would have a day where, um, if it's just a busy day or if I'm sick or there's something else and I I don't get to what I wanted to get done for that day, I would like just like beat myself up over it for no reason at all, um, instead of just saying okay today's done I'll, I'm just I'll write that next page tomorrow like it it's it, it's done. And so having those, so win those battles um, and I I did say that quote wrong, we tend to overestimate what we can accomplish within like a week or a year and underestimate what we can accomplish in five five years. So I'll just step
0: in right there. So it's pretty common. It's a pretty common. um, It's a Tony Robbins quote. Is it? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if he got it from Jim R- Rohn or not, but it the the way he puts it, I looked it up just to be sure. I mean, I knew it was yep. a Robin's quote, but I looked up this precise quote. It's most people overestimate what they can do in a year, yes. and they underestimate what they can do in two or three decades.
1: Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and you can kind of expand that over whatever timeline, whether you're looking at a day to a year or yeah. a year to ten years or over your whole lifetime. But so it's it's winning those small battles that that really add up. Um mm-hmm. Anyway, that's so. That's just kind of where where I went to for there. And um, I did have another point, but go ahead if you have other thoughts. I'm sure it'll come back to me.
0: Yeah, all good. This is good. Um, so I, I think I just kind of wanted to set up a little more about, you know, what I'm thinking of when I, when we talk about self talk again, telling yourself stories, maybe even lying to yourself. That could be a harsh way to put it, but mm. um, I think for a lot of us, it's well, it's it's kind of true.
1: And maybe you're going down this road, but what 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 is lying to yourself?
0: Mm. Um, well, I, I think, uh, it can happen a couple of ways. I guess maybe I'll just use an example actually from a, from a book I read that we're going to talk about for my story of the week. Um, uh, even though this is unrelated to the topic, it's like, have you, like most people listening would probably identify, um, with the idea of like, you have a fat man living inside of you and also a skinny man living inside of you, like, you know, <laughs> some, something like that. Um, you know each go through their moments of sort of driving the boat more than others um for example, you'll go through periods of time where you're highly motivated as the as thinking as the skinny man you know to to do your skinny man things um but then you're always asking demands you're making demands of the fat man <laughs> who at, wants to take over at some points too. And, and the fat man, uh, often tells you things like, well, one little bites, not going to hurt or whatever, whatever. But then when the skinny man takes over, he looks in the mirror and says, Oh, like I didn't look like that 10 years ago. I'm disgusting. Um, and so my only point there is is to make the point that you can lie to yourself by behaving as the kind of person that you are genuinely not like, I mean, uh, and maybe, a, maybe a harsh example, but nevertheless true is something like anorexia where legitimate, a legitimately by any stretch of anybody's measuring stick, uh, a person can be skinny, but they lie to themselves. It's a psychological disorder, but they're still lying to themselves where they tell themselves they're fat. Um, and so actions manifest in the real world based on those internal, Beliefs, and again, again, that's a very serious and, in fact, medically diagnosable um, example. But it doesn't always have to be that that crazy. What I suggest is that you can lie to yourself every day, multiple times a day, in areas that maybe manifest themselves outwardly in far less significant ways. But that over time, you can beat yourself up. I'll give you one, just one more example of this. Um, I read somewhere one time something. That I regret having ever read. (laughs) Um, I don't know where I read it. That's the thing. That's what makes me mad. I don't know how credible the source was. I don't know where I read it. Um, I don't know when specifically I read it. I have an inkling, an idea of that. But um, for whatever reason, I read it. And like in that moment, because of what I was feeling, I resonated with it. And now like this thought pops up all the time and I hate it. I want it to go away, but I have to force myself not to believe it. And I'm I'm almost hesitant to tell you what it is because I don't want anybody else to be trapped by the same thinking because I know it's false. Mm-hmm. Um, but what, the, what it said, what the quote was, and you should definitely take this with a grain of salt. It is that a person can only really focus on up to three, like, goals. We'll just use the word goals. That's not the exact thing, but, but basically goals. A person can really only focus on up to three main uh, goals or objectives at a time. I heard that quote. And so, for example, if I'm focusing on weight loss, growing my business, and um, going on more regular dates with my wife, that takes up those three slots. And by this thinking, by this logic, in order to improve upon the relationship with my kids, one of those other things in my mental space has to go. So I have to start thinking less about my health and more about my kids in order to make that transaction uh, work. And I think when I read that, again, I agreed with it. And it took, it took me quite some time to realize that like, well, what about, what about people who are legitimately running? Like, like Tony Robbins, the guy who we just mm-hmm. said that quote, he's got like 80 companies now that he is in some way involved in at this point in his life, like 80 different companies. If a person can, I mean, and yeah, there's people who like run them and stuff, but like if a person can, can deal with the mental space, I run one company, I mean, I guess technically two, but mostly one. And if, if anybody can manage mental space of 80, then I know it's possible to think of more than three goals to manage Mm -hmm. in your life at at one time. Um, So Anyway, oftentimes when I'm trying to work on myself in different areas, that thought pops up again and and it's, I, I consider it lying to myself um, and I don't want it to happen, but it just, it just, whatever that subconscious thing that stuck at that moment was keeps resurfacing. And so I have to keep reminding myself, no, like I actually can have a great relationship with my wife, a great relationship with my kids, grow the businesses that I want, be healthy, do hobbies like story world podcast. I actually can focus on doing all of those things and well at the same time, as long as I organize my my life in such a way that that's possible. I'm not limited by some arbitrary number that I read in a blog post. Mm. So if there's some thoughts. I know that was a long explanation, but that's what I'm getting at.
1: That's where um, the self-talking um, with, with purpose really is extremely important, especially mostly kind of geared towards um, people listening who have some sort of like really strong goals in life or want to make like really good commitments in whatever area could be a side project it could be with family it could be with your career is self-talks are important or else you kind of fall into that category of maybe taking on too much which can happen um so if you're kind of aimlessly say okay like i want to you know i want to start a um like a i don't know i want to start a uh, like woodworking business and then i also want to um, kind of get into the gym and play basketball again and just, you know, play some really good pickup ball. And then I want to do this and this. Um, so this morning I hit the gym and then I'm going to do this and that where, and then you're not realistically thinking like, what is my physical and mental bandwidth that can actually realistically maintain all that. And so and, and that, that can actually take a while um, to really kind of <laughs> sit down with yourself and have a self-talk and really go over, <laughs> Hey, like, okay, here are your priorities in life. What, like, I have so many, I have so many interests. And that's the thing that's always been kind of my struggle is I like too many things. I think you're probably the same way too. Like, I love space. I love, I mean, I love numbers. I would I turn lo- everything I love into a
0: business if I could. I really, like, that's my problem. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like you, I have many interests, but I would turn all of them into businesses,
1: right? Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. And so- um And so, like, for me, the one thing that I had to do was, like, unfortunately, drop a lot of stuff on. Like, even though, like, I love space, um, it really has nothing to do with what I want to do with my writing or my career or, or anything else, like, my core, like, main goals in life. And so I've cut back significantly on just, like, listening to random like space podcasts or documentaries just because yeah, there's just more allocating your resources. So I guess, um, I forget the specifically what I wanted to hit at here, but just that's part of the self-talk process where if you're kind of in that commitment stage and you're, or trying to maybe reset and try to align your goals, um, really be realistic on what you can take on for about a year. Now I've kind of had the same, like like six or seven things in my life where it's like, these are my core things. And every day I, I review them and say, like, am I, like my tackling them the way that I'm supposed to be, am I doing the best that I can with them? If not, you know, why is it because I'm just, you know, being lazy or is it because there's too much going on in my life? And there have been times at my previous job before the one I met now. Um, I, I, I didn't have the time. Wasn't really anything to myself. It's just life was other stuff in life was getting in the way of preventing me from doing other things now though uh i have a really good schedule where i'm the preventer <laughs> so I'm um, I've, I've had to be really hard on myself the last two or three months and it, i get that it sucks when i've been pretty good for some reason this last week i've got i found myself getting sucked down a rabbit hole where and sometimes i, I listen to good podcasts when i'm like you know mowing the lawn whenever but I got sucked down a weird podcast where I was like getting into like looking at poker stuff again and like, and then, and then fortunately like that only lasted a little bit. I was like, okay, I, I, I gotta, I gotta stop that. Like, no, like, yeah. It has nothing to do with what you want to accomplish in life. So every once in a while I'll get sucked down those holes, but, um, it's been a lot better. But anyway, I guess that's, yeah, just a long kind of tangent of, of saying, you know, it's those so self-talk, um, self-talking to yourself is, um, is really, important to recognize why you might not be hitting goals and what goals you can realistically set for yourself
0: yeah i agree with that because again it's i mean you could be lying to yourself to just come up with Mm. um you know it's it's like yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that it's like at a certain point that's exhausting right so so there is that balance actually between what i said and what you said where it's like you don't have to be limited by some arbitrary number, but you are going to be limited by human nature, you know? And so, and specifically the way you're wired. Um, I'm a big fan just in general. I know we're all over the place tonight, but- That's fine. It's a really
1: really fun one.
0: It's a really important topic too. Yeah, it is fun. It's also really important. Like, I'm also a big fan of not, like not trying to um, necessarily- make up for where you're weak, Like Sometimes you do need to do that. Um, but like a lot of times you don't, a lot of times you're able to fill in the gaps in your weaknesses with others around you and actually do like the human thing of, of like teamwork and Hmm. being in community and and working with each other. Um, and that actually is, I think a better way to accomplish goals. It's kind of like, um, This is this could be a whole nother tangent But I'm not going to allow it to become one But it's so interesting How many times have you heard the advice Like I remember my grandma gave me this advice when I was like You know, six. I'm like, grandma, I'm six Anyway um, She's like, (laughs) you know, but you hear this advice of never get into a partnership You know, how many times have I heard Dave Ramsey say Mm -hmm. The only ship that don't sail is a partnership Um, (laughs) And yet And yet The, like you will be hard pressed they are out there but they're much rarer you'd be hard pressed to just pick a successful business out of a lineup of businesses and it not be a partnership and so what that suggests is that some partnerships don't work for some reason and other partnerships do work but that's just life right so um so like you, you again i think that most things in life can be done with others And if you instead play to your strengths, which is the point I was getting to, if you instead try to maximize on your uh, strengths and use those things to your advantage and then fill in the gaps with other people where you're weak, then I think that's just an overall better way to do life. And you're not lying to yourself. You're saying, no, you know what? Like this is, this is how I'm wired. These are my strengths. This is what I'm good at. I don't, in this case, and maybe you think about it, but it's like, I don't necessarily think I need to change. And that's it. And it's like right now, me and a colleague of mine who, uh, we're in the same, we work together a lot, but we also have our own companies like doing the same thing. Uh, so we talk a lot of business philosophy shop. Um, and we're, we're kind of at like a very similar point. He's ahead of me in terms of revenue, but in terms of like, we were both kind of at the point of having to decide, like which way we're going to go in terms of like, are we going to become more like the businessman or more towards the technician side of things? And he's leaning one way on that question and I'm leaning the other way. And it's it's literally the same question. We were talking about this today. And he's like, yeah, I've just decided that when it comes to this thing, I actually don't want to change. He's like, I, I've decided that I'm just like I could change if i tried hard enough or whatever, but he's like, I've just, I've just kind of decided that I'm not going to change. And so in his case, he's like, so I'm going to fix the problem with the person. Like I might bring in a CEO or an account manager or something like that. He's going to fix the problem with another person who is skilled in the thing that he has decided he's not going to change to. Whereas I have decided to go the complete opposite route or at least to try to, right. I have decided to, to take a step uh, further Back and say okay well I think I'm going to actually try to just get better at the business of business um, and be less of a technician and and be more in the business of my businesses. Um, and he he's kind of making the opposite choice and it's totally okay. It's whatever you want to do and what, what you're able to do within your limits and your strengths and et cetera. So yeah. how does this relate to self-talk? Well, again, because it's like it, it, it's, it, it's all related to self-talk because you have to know, you have to be self-aware of what you are. At the same time, um, if, if one or the other of us were making the decisions we were because we were telling ourselves that we couldn't do something, that might actually be a problem. Um, it's one thing to know whether or not you're capable of something versus whether or not you want to do something or you should do something. So it all goes into, into this, this bucket of self-talk, telling yourself stories. Your mind is so powerful. I mean, it is the most powerful thing ever. Um, your tongue. In fact, that's, that's in the, in the Bible, uh, James three, um, it, the tongue, the Bible says speaks life or death. Think about that. The tongue mm-hmm. speaks life or death. Um, and if you don't believe that, then I'm sorry, I do um but that tongue that speaks life or death it's the same whether you're talking to somebody else or you're talking to yourself, that inner tongue, if you will, um very, very powerful
1: yeah, um, touching on the last thing you said about um you know talking talking to yourself and you can really demoralize you or lift you up again it's this isn't like a a self help um you know, episode of what we're talking about. It's uh obviously there there's plenty of stuff out there for that. And I don't really care for them too much, although they might help. I, they must help people because they sell millions of copies every year. But it's um yeah like um just starting from just a, a very simple perspective of you know not like a 10 point list, but yeah, like just how do you talk to yourself, you know, just honestly like approach yourself nicely. Like even if you beat yourself up a lot, there's times for that. But If, if you're, if you've struggled with maybe getting around stuff in life or understanding like how you operate or why maybe you're feeling at things, just, you know, take like an hour it, you know, or, or take whatever time you can and just really think, okay, like, look at your, look at your past, maybe some decisions that you've made or what might be stopping you and, you know, just take it from like the simple steps and just have a talk with yourself. You know,
0: yeah, I'm actually really glad you said this, um, because so we actually just recently had a wellness weekend at our mm. church, and um, the guy, basically the guy who came to speak, um, was, a, and I think it was like 2014. He was a um, youth director at his church, and they were on a, a trip. And the short story is the way that he said it was: you know, we lost we lost one of the youth. Um, he mm. drowned, never found his body like on his watch and he said, he just couldn't stop being sad about it. Um, And it eventually spiraled into all kinds of stuff. And um, he ended up getting counseling with a counselor who had actual degrees in psychology and brain stuff, but who also happened to be a pastor of like 30 years. And so it was just this great mix. And probably the biggest thing that he said, and he said this just over and over and over again in different contexts, was starting a gratitude journal. And whether or not you put the word gratitude in front of it, I don't really care. But even just starting a journal, because a lot of the time, and, and there specifically it was to combat this idea of self-talk, because a lot of the time, again, it's subconscious. You don't even realize what you're telling yourself. But when you sit down and you try to journal that out, and by the way, talk about a simple and um, sort of minimalistic investment in yourself like i'm not even asking you to go read a 300 page self-help book even though i like to do that yeah or or even an audiobook or even a youtube thing i'm we're literally talking about like go to dollar general and buy a notebook and make a commitment to sit down for 10 minutes every night and write out journal your thoughts on paper because i think some of you may be surprised to find out once you try to write it on paper What it actually looks like to tell yourself some of the things that you're, that you're telling yourself and literally just write out your thoughts of this is how I'm feeling. These are the things that like, when I think about it, I'm telling myself and then ask questions like, is that really true? And I think a lot of the time you'll find out, especially if, if, if your self-talk is negative and not in a prideful mm. way, which I would say in the vast majority of cases, we have a problem with negative self-talk, not positive self-talk. I think we, we talk we, – we are self-derogatory. You've, you've heard people say, I'm, you know, I'm my own worst critic. That's so common. Um, and just journaling out your thoughts, frankly, your feelings to yourself—you don't even have to talk to anybody about it except yourself on a piece of paper. <laughs> if you're a Christian, maybe talk to God or talk to a friend or a counselor or something, um, whatever. But but like just even journaling it out can be like one thing that could totally transform your life in this regard and help you to stop telling yourself wrong things.
1: That um that's a interesting. So uh, for doing something physical really helps the mental um a lot so oh, yeah. whether it's something that you struggle with some sort of addiction or really like beating up yourself a lot um internally or maybe um, laziness or just anything that kind of gets in your mind and prevents you from doing what you want to do or what you should do um coming up with some type of physical thing um really helps i've heard of several different things. Um, like for instance, like stick your, stick your head in like a cold bowl of water or stand up and do like 10 jumping jacks or like scribble something down, like yeah. doing something physically, um, just gives you that little success where it triggers something in your mind where it's, Hey, like I, you know, I, if I can, you know, take a cold shower for five minutes, or if I can do, you know, 20 push ups and then 20 sit-ups, and, you know, like then I can do, you know, more it, it just getting yourself to get any physical mentality could really jumpstart them ment- the mental side as well.
0: You're so right about that. In fact, I know people who exercise for their mental health. Mm-hmm. They don't Absolutely. exercise for their physical health at all. I mean, you know, they realize that it's beneficial, right. but they exercise for their mental health. And in fact, I mean, I'm kind of that way too. I'm not in a season of exercising right now, but I found that. In my life, and I've tried this as a, as a fat person, as a less fat person, <laughs> I, have, I have truly, and maybe it's because I've never stuck with it long enough, I've truly never experienced the benefits physically of a workout regimen. My physical, things physically have always changed for me in terms of my health, strictly from food. Um, however, definitely I have experienced the mental benefits. Uh-huh. of being physical and being active and so that's why even taking a 10-minute walk like one guy on youtube talks about uh, just this concept of a 10-minute walk and he, he what he does is he just tried to tries to fit in as many 10-minute walks as he can a day maybe it's two or three minutes or, or excuse me two or three times or even one time you know it gets some vitamin d in you it gets you thinking it does the physical thing um it's just good for your health so super yeah, solid point absolutely um i think i'd like to make one more point and i th- this is rare but uh this is just sort of the way this conversation has flowed i'm just basically not going to talk about most of my notes i think because we've covered <laughs> yeah yeah very to be talked about yeah. i mean i've got lots of things we could go through um but since you were on the note of the physical i'd like to maybe just uh um talk about one more exercise that i've heard people do mm-hmm. and it's very very helpful so um you you know, you'd probably be surprised to find out what, because like, unless you're just somebody who has literally no friends, like literally nobody around you in your life, like nobody talks to you or whatever, you'd probably be surprised to find out how much differently those people think Mm -hmm. about you than you think about yourself. Now I've never done what I'm getting ready to tell you. So I am not advising you from experience. I've just heard other people talk about doing this and, um, but, I've, but I have thought about uh, – you know, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I might have done this in the past, but it would have only been with, like, one or two people. Um, anyway, so something like this. Ask 10 people to tell you either what they love about you, what, what they think you're really good at, um, or what, like, your biggest strength is um so when people like i i really love the second one like what they think you're really good at because a lot of times you're so down on yourself on how bad you are at things it'd be interesting to find out what 10 people around you what their perception Mm -hmm. of is of what you're really good at um you know like that to me that's just fascinating so it's like yeah send that message to 10 people hey look i'm i'm trying to whatever like make up whatever excuse you need to i'm trying I'm, I'm doing a survey i'm doing a yes. you know somebody somebody out blaming on somebody else i've heard them say that before right like like my my so-and-so mentor told me to told me to do this right so it doesn't sound weird um uh, my mentor or accountability partner i'm working with or whatever asked me to ask you what you think i'm really good at um and just watch those responses come in, and I think you'll be super-duper shocked at how differently other people think about you than how you think about yourself. And that can certainly help with your self-talk because then it's more practical. You know, then it's like, yeah. oh, well, when I'm thinking this, I can go, wait, well, well, Alex said this that he thinks about me, and this is, like, totally different than what I'm this is the opposite of what I'm saying about myself. So um, maybe Alex is right, so it helps.
1: Yeah, it can really, it does kind of two things. It kind of, it can either, um, you know, confirm or show you what your strengths are and, you know, where you can maybe like focus your skill at, and then it, then, you know, the second level is that it can also show that what you thought you might be good at or known for might not be at all. <laughs> so
0: exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it helps you deal a little bit more in, in reality.
1: Yep. Absolutely. So
0: good. This is good. I think helpful it's good. helpful topic. And let us know if you want to hear more about this. I mean, I know it was a little bit disjointed, but I think ultimately we got some good thoughts out of it. So
1: it was a little taste too of uh kind of discussions that you and I have most of the time behind the scenes too. Just talking about yeah, like,
0: like anything that, and when, everything. When the end broadcast button gets hit, who knows what's going to come up? And a lot of times it's stuff like this. So
1: <laughs> I think know. even before Steve and I started to do this podcast. We had a couple movie nights, or got together for a couple things beforehand. I I forget exactly what, but we would be starting to watch a movie, and I think we spent more time with the movie pause talking about things than we did the actual watching the movie. So it was an hour and a half movie. We probably spanned a three-hour session.
0: Yeah. Just talking about like one little thing that somebody said or whatever, which is, I mean, that was part of the catalyst for this podcast is like, there's, man, there's so many good ideas to discuss when it comes to storytelling. And I, you know, frankly, just to kind of wrap it up here, I mean, in terms of the topic, I don't think there's anything more important like for your, for your mental health, than figuring out what the stories are that you're telling yourself and determining whether or not those are actually true some of them may be true and that's good but a lot of times unless you're thinking about it intentionally you're not actually you know you're yeah. just kind of coasting through life and you could be damaging yourself long term or limiting your potential
1: and just remember whatever happened yesterday or a year or five years ago like it's in the past you know you really mm-hmm. got to obviously there's probably There's several areas where um, Steve and I can go into just talking about like our faith and beliefs and what we actually like believe on subjects like that. But, you know, you know, starting fresh today or tomorrow, um, it, it does not matter what happened in the past. All that matters is what you what you do going forward. And so.
0: Yep, yep. A quote I heard at that wellness weekend, was, it's, it's actually the only one I wrote down, um, so it was really important to me. It said, depression is typically anguish over the past, and anxiety mm. is typically anguish over the future. Mm. So mm-hmm. if you're just always anxious about the future or um, living in anguish about the past, uh, then maybe what you need to do is just be more present. And, um, Absolutely, that
1: it's your problem again from you know christian perspective only the lord knows what comes tomorrow but even even if you don't have faith at all or whatever your beliefs are it it, the same, it it's still true like the only thing you have control of is what you are literally doing right now in this moment and yep. that is it you have control over if you get up in the morning if you go to work or if you're working on your own job or if you're spending time with your family that is the only thing you have control over is what you are doing with your time so
0: yeah yeah and that's a big stuff. deal
1: It is. Amen. Awesome, Steve. All right, so story of the week. You want to kick it off, and then I'll close out? Uh,
0: Yeah, sure. That sounds good. So um, along these lines, I started reading a book um, these (laughs) past couple days that I'm obsessed with, and it's a book that I've been hearing about for a very long time. Uh, It's called The E-Myth. Specifically, this version is The E-Myth Revisited. And even though it's revisited (laughs) – It is the, I think, I think the last time it it was revised was 2001. Okay. So this has been a long time ago. Um, And I've read other books similar, but you know how just, you know, sometimes you can hear something multiple times, but just the way you hear it um, in a, in a particular way, like makes it all make sense to you. And this book is doing that for me. It's a fantastic book. As a matter of fact, I think most people with any inkling of getting into business at all should read this. Um, and I would I would put it at the top of your list, actually. I would say I regret, because I've known about this book for many years. It's hard not to know about this book. It's one of the first ones you start hearing about when you get into the business world. Mm-hmm. And I regret having not read it now. Um, basically, it's this. The idea of the e-myth is that a... Most business owners um, – and he is specifically talking about the you know American business owners, American small business owners, um, but it's probably true across the world as well. Most American small business owners um, have a technician mindset when they're getting into business, right? So they think about, oh, I am – let's just use my own example, um, which is not quite my own example, but it's close – Uh, Let's say that I had, before I struck out on my own, let's say I was a web designer for another company. Say I worked for a marketing agency or a web design agency and I was doing web design. The fallacy is that, oh, if I want freedom and designing my own life and designing my own hours and whatever, um, what I need to do is start my own web design business working uh, for myself. And. That way I can leave the boss behind. I can leave the J-O-B behind and I'll be working for myself. Um, So that's sort of the, the the E-myth. The the E-myth is that a great business um, is, is created by being a person who comes into the business and knows everything about the technical work and, and can perform all the technical work themselves. Um, the reality of the situation is that great businesses are built by people who understand how to put together a great business that then can deliver on those goods and services, no matter who is doing them. And uh, there are a variety of ways uh, which, you know, this sort of manifests itself and and works out, but um, it's, it's a, it's, it's so common. It's like so common that most people, I think who even listen to this, if if you have, if you started a business or whatever, like you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Eventually you get into this overwhelm. You go through these periods of time where like you're super overwhelmed. So you start to hire people, but then it's like, now you have two jobs because now you have to like do most of the work, but also like manage people. And it's just really, really difficult. Um, The counter example to this is doing what Ray Kroc did. Um, He basically, ask for the McDonald brothers for the rights to franchise McDonald's. And then eventually he was able to go buy them out. And then just, he just uh-huh. did the thing worldwide. But uh, you know, Ray Kroc had an office building um, called McDonald, like, you know, the McDonald's corporate headquarters basically. And he, the idea is at that was McDonald's, but they didn't make burgers or shakes or fries uh-huh. or any of that there in that office. They made mcdonald's Mm. and when you get that it, it just makes a whole world of difference that office was for the purpose of making mcdonald's and mcdonald's is where the fries are made the burgers are made the shakes are made and all of those things another way to put it so i'll put it in the context of my own business is um and i it's like i've known this but not again like i didn't grasp it in this way like I I tell people today when they ask, "Hey, what do you do?" What I tell them is that I'm in web. I I I'm in the web design and marketing. Like I do web design and marketing. Um, That's not really true, Uh, really, or at least it shouldn't be. If it is true, it's not good that that's true, (laughs) Um, because the truth of the matter is that North Mac Services does website design and marketing. Steve Shram is in the business of North Mac Services. I'm in the North Mac services business. North Mac services is in the marketing and web design business. And that's the difference between a technician um, and a true entrepreneur. So anyway, you've got technicians, managers, and entrepreneurs, and that's the big, that's the big unlock is that the entrepreneur is actually good at designing a business with systems, repeatable processes. And there's all kinds of things that you can go through on this, but um, anything that makes a franchise that, that makes the, the, uh, franchise model work like a McDonald's or whatever. Um, that's like, it has nothing to do with how good you can flip burgers or, or whatever. Like actually the person who is, who is the least skilled person capable of still doing the job should be the one doing it. Um, but, the the person who matters not the person, the person, uh, it's not about a person mattering more. It's just about if you're actually going to be an entrepreneur, if you're actually going to find freedom in owning your business, then you have to work on the business yeah instead of working in the business that's one of the most common things you get from from uh that trickles down through lots of influencers and stuff but it originates from this book so anyway the Myth revisited uh great book um i am i have already started applying and taking it to heart i am like basically effective immediately i am making every effort to remove myself from the actual operation because i can see how we're suffering right now um because I have not been thinking about how to make the actual business successful. I've just been helping to make the day-to-day work that we're doing run smoothly. But the reality is, is that I'm finding most of the time when I insert myself, things fall through the cracks or it slows down, or it's 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 like it was a thing that was already figured out. And I inserted myself mm-hmm. and it's like, no, we already got this. And so I wasted my time, mm-hmm. their time, so I just need to pull myself out of it entirely and focus on designing the business well so that it survives and thrives and then that's it. Right. Um and so anyway. It's good
1: rule too for anyone who's like in a management position at your own work or anything like that. That's right. You know, if you don't mm-hmm. own a business but you're in someone else's business, it's kind of, you know, trickles down.
0: You need to understand your role because yep. a manager, a manager is different from being a technician. Um mm. Very like so, they're right. There are very defined roles. Um, and you need to know where you fit. You're not, if you're the manager, you're not the entrepreneur, nor are you the technician. So, you have boundaries and limits in yep. which you should swim. Um, a lane, if you will. So,
1: cool. My uh story of the week is um less serious, but very fun, at least in my opinion. It has to do about space too, Steve. So, I know that you'll enjoy it. It's weird reading some of these things because I don't. <laughs> don't quite know exactly how exact or true they are but it's always fun to think about anyway so (laughs) apparently a uh scientist discovered a pair of stars um that are in the same same system uh so a binary system and they orbit each other in 51 minutes so in 51 minutes time they complete a full orbit like around each other and um Based on whatever models they do. And this is even less precise, is you know, a certain number of years down the road, it'll increase to maybe like 18 minutes um per per orbit. It it's just uh, funny, like some of like it seems almost like too crazy, and they probably have it wrong. I don't even know how they determine that it was set that far away. But at the same time, like in space, really pretty much everything is relative, you know. Um yeah. even time itself. And so it's just some pretty cool stuff. And it just made me think even more about we talked about it uh before um one of my a really great book the three body problem and i still have to read the next two books in the series about our this solar system nearest to us elf and Sacharya, they it's got three stars in it um it's just really cool stuff about you know i mean we have our sun which is pretty normal then you have you can kind of have the binary system and imagine that but then you have a system with three different s- stars and it's just Pretty cool stuff. Anyway, I thought that was uh, pretty interesting to orbiting each other in uh less than an hour. <laughs> That's so
0: like it's just crazy. Unbelievable the world we live in, man.
1: <laughs> the universe we live in. See it's the universe. The story universe. A story unit you know, oh. Podcast <laughs> brand. Um, <laughs> just a separate podcast. This is this is uh <laughs> Story light than a story heavy. So
0: I think th- to make the story like universe work, we would have to be like weed, like pot smokers, and just like sit around. You know what I mean? Like that's the next level. Oh, it, right. or maybe we should do like the mushroom. <laughs> yeah, right. Like we should do the mushroom <laughs> thing. If we did the mushroom thing, we could totally do the story world uh, story universe
1: podcast. I. I would even pay a lot of money to see us up (laughs) my ships. I would too. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Some of our conversations already already get out there, but they're still kind of grounded because we always kind of come back to reality. But
0: reality
1: might go out of the window on
0: Yeah. Sometimes you gotta like snap back to reality. (laughs)
1: Oh, Oh, there goes there goes that gravity.
0: (laughs) gravity. Oh Oh. 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 well, I do believe uh my boy al that this is a fantastic place to end this podcast yeah before yeah, we go we off any further absolutely so i am we're coming up on an hour so uh anyway oh, it's good so timing fun. so yep.
1: it's yeah been fun. thank you steve
0: yes sir thank you uh, r- uh like share rate subscribe tell your friends hide your kids hide your wife all those things we'll see you next time
1: see ya.